You're listening to A Slice of Therapy with me, Alan Parry. I wonder if you remember when you were younger and you first learned to use a cup. Do you remember that? When you first learned to use a cup for the very first time. And the interesting thing is that the moment that you learned to use that cup was the moment that you learned to use every cup. You didn't simply know how to use that particular cup. And then when you encountered a different one, you had to learn all over again. No, you generalised. Once you learned how to use this cup, you knew how to use every cup. Now, that generalisation principle is what the brain does. It allows us to learn things efficiently. It allows us to save time. Because once we know how to use this cup, then every other cup in the world... And no matter what household we go to and they make us a cup of tea, we know how to use the cup. Simply because we learned to use that one. It applied right across the board. And it's interesting that the brain does that. And it also does that as well for when we suffer something that's traumatic in our lives. Something that's upsetting, something that leaves a mark, leaves a mark simply because of this same process of generalization. So when I was practicing from a different office, the radiator, I might have told you this before, in fact, but the radiator used to give a static shock. Do you know that sometimes you, get a, you touch it and it gives you a static shock? It's horrible, isn't it? And every time I went to turn the radiator up or down, I would get this static shock. Now, as it happened, I changed rooms for a different reason. And thankfully, the radiator in the new room, it was fine. It didn't give me a static shock at all. And yet, every time I approached the radiator, this completely innocent radiator that had never shocked me at all, I was ever so cautious. Now, logically, I was saying, now, come on, Al, this is a completely different radiator. You don't get an electric shock from this one. You don't get a static shock from this one. And my nervous system was going, well, you say that. But I remember what radiators are like. Now, when something significant happens to us that might be upsetting or distressing, that obviously is one of those significant things that the, the brain wants to make sure that it learns. After all, if something threatening has happened to you, then much more so even than how to use a cup, it wants to remember that because, of course, the brain's job is to keep you alive. And your nervous system's job is to keep you alive. And so it wants to remember those things. And it also wants to make sure that you generalize your learning. So if, for example, 
you're standing by a bush and a lion somehow comes out or an alligator somehow comes out from nowhere and tries to bite you. Your nervous system and your brain will implant that. And just like the generalisation of the cup, it won't just make you nervous around that particular bush. It'll basically say, now listen, you need to be careful when you're standing near a bush because alligators come out at you. Now, obviously, this is really useful because it allows you to extrapolate dangerous situations in the same way as you could extrapolate one cup from another. And it's more important, isn't it, to be able to extrapolate dangerous situations. So I can encounter a similar dangerous situation in a completely different scenario and a completely different location. And I will still recognise it as dangerous. That's a wonderful thing that the brain does on our behalf. Unfortunately, one of the downsides of this generalisation principle is that the brain can trigger feelings of danger even when we're not in danger sometimes because it's looking out for subtle cues. You know, maybe the key thing about that particular environment was not actually the bush. Maybe it was something else entirely that signals danger, but your brain will pick it all up and will give subtle, will pick up on these subtle cues. And when those subtle cues match, it will give you a sign of danger as well. And so what will happen then is that you will likely spring up into anxious feelings, agitated feelings. Your energy will increase. And that makes sense because if your brain is picking up danger because of this generalization principle, then it'll want you to react to that. It'll want you to prepare to escape from the danger. Even if your logical mind can look around and say, well, there's no danger here. Just as my logical mind would look at the radiator and say, this isn't the same radiator. You don't get a static shock off this one. My nervous system was a lot more wary. Now, the good thing about this generalization principle is that we can actually use it in our favor as well. And so if you've had a difficult set of experiences, maybe home life when you were a child or something else, maybe, maybe experiences in school or whatever, the generalization principle means that what you can actually do is to pick a scene and go through a process that allows you to reimagine it in a very particular way. In such a way, in fact, that your feelings are essentially rewritten. Now, the common objection to this is, well, a lot happened to me when I was growing up. And so I can't do a, an imaginal scene on all of this. But the generalization principle means that you don't have to. Now, if I went and took any particular scene that felt representative, especially if it was a scene that I was kind of connected to in my mind that, that particularly stuck out, then we could use these imagination techniques in order 
to change how your nervous system responds to things that are like that. And so it means you don't have to rewrite everything. You just need to kind of reimagine one, maybe two scenes which are going to be important for you. And then, and then that generalization principle kicks into play. The principle which allowed you to be able to know how to use every cup just because you'd used one. The same generalization principle that made me frightened of this radiator just because I'd encountered a, a problem with the other one. The same generalization principle that allows you to be anxious around this bush just because a similar bush produced an alligator. And so we can use that generalization principle to imaginally recreate a scene that produced a scared response in us so that it creates feelings instead that will trigger a different response from our nervous system. Now, the benefit of that is that when you then encounter a scene that isn't dangerous, but our nervous system has somehow responded as if it is, it'll stop doing that. And because it stops doing that, our nervous systems won't trigger in the same way. And because our nervous systems don't trigger in the same way, then our experience of life is different too. Our experience of being able to communicate effectively with others is different. The self-sabotage that we might engage in in order to keep us safe can go away because it's simply not needed anymore because we're not having that trigger and that response from our nervous systems that make us feel as though we're not safe, even though logically our logical brain will say we are. And so to recap, we looked at how when you used one cup and learned how to use one cup, you therefore knew them all. You saw as well as when I had trouble with a static shock from one radiator, it made me nervous of the radiator next door, even though I knew it was safe. And how that is so similar to when something bad happens, something memorably significant happens in an upsetting way, how we do exactly the same as what I did with the radiator. But we saw too as well that the generalization principle means that we can take, even if there's been lots of these situations throughout our history, we can simply take a representative scene and by using this special imaginational technique that I use in my practice, we can actually rewrite that scene in such a way that the feelings and the nervous system responses are rewritten too. And so when you encounter that situation, so when I encounter the radiator, for instance, I don't have that scared response anymore. And because I don't have that scared response and because you don't have that scared response, then you have a very different experience of the world and much more greater control over yourself. And those strategies that you use 
in order to keep you safe, whether that's hiding, whether that's some sort of self-sabotage, whether it's some action that you take in order to kind of soothe the difficult feelings that come up when our nervous systems respond, whatever it is, because the nervous system isn't responding to that thing anymore, then those kind of strategies are not needed either. So if you like this idea, please spread it around. If you'd like to work with me directly one-to-one on this or any other matter, then uh, you can find out more about me, Alan Parry, at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. And of course, I'm working online, so it doesn't matter where you're actually located. And uh, please subscribe to the podcast because it's completely free and it means you never miss an episode again. So thanks for listening. I'll be back again tomorrow with another one.